this is Kevin J. Anderson, author of the new Gods and Dragons, the grand finale of my Wake the Dragon fantasy trilogy. Just to prove that some fantasy authors really do finish their epic series when they start them. And I'm talking to you on the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. And we've got a very special episode here where uh, we're doing a live reaction, okay? Okay. Just a little backstory before you dive in. You're going to be opening a Christmas present live on air. Okay. Angie told me a few weeks before Christmas, I got something for you and Fitz. And I was like, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, did she... How the fuck are we going to split a Christmas present? Because that's how she made it sound. Right. It's like she got one thing for both of us. And she did. She just got two of that one thing for both of us. But I'm like, did she get like a custom made sign or something? That's like Nerd Blitz record. How are we going to split that? Right. Well, finally, she brought it by for Christmas. And she goes, well, hang on. Don't open that one yet. And I'm like, okay. She goes, because I got one for you and I got one for Fitz. And I'm like, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can start opening now, as I tell you, when I open it, I was fucking stunned. And she was like, I hope you like it. And I'm like, this is amazing. So let's listen for Fitz's reaction, gang. (laughs) Oh, no fucking way. Yes. (laughs) Oh. What is it? It is an anti-glare LED three times page magnifier <laughs> with 12 built-in LED lights. <laughs> Holy shit balls. And what do you think? Oh, I can't wait to use it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Dude. Oh, I need when this I so saw bad. That- <laughs> I pretty much said exactly the same shit. What is this? Oh, there's a oh, there's a little tiny non-electric one. Yes. Oh shit, balls. A little Look pocket magnifier, yeah. Oh wow, that'd be good for a paperback or something. <laughs> no, it works great with a paperback, trust me. Oh, dude. That's fucking cool. But I told her I was like this might be one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. She looked at me and she goes, "I can't tell if you're being serious right now." Cuz she thought I was being like yeah, oh, she, wow. you're fucking around. What a great gift. Uh, let me tell you, dude, I have used funny. that every single day for the last two weeks. Really? Yes. Oh, that's good. I got I got shit to read now, dude. Fucking A, brother. I keep starting to read stuff, and I'm like, I can't fucking read this. Dude, I've read a book and an original graphic novel since I've gotten it. Damn. Because I can see again. I can see again. <laughs> There's time now. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to look at this other thing real quick. Okay, but when she gave it to me, I told her, I said, this... Ooh. I don't know, just tell me what you think of that. This is cool, too. Have you ever heard of that? I think I did just recently, actually. Because I think when I got that Escape from New York book, I think I was thinking, I thought, like, 
uh, I wonder if they did one similar, anything like that for Halloween. And, uh, or it might have been back when we were talking about Halloween Kills. Uh-huh. But I'm pretty sure I did look for making of books, and I believe I do remember seeing this one. See, I kind of remember I said something to you about it when it came out, like, two years ago. Oh. And I was like, well, okay, I'm not going to talk about that anymore, because that's a good idea for a book for him. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. And cool. there's Thank actually you, a sequel to that. Oh, yeah? Where they talk about... Ruining shape? <laughs> no, it's taking shape too, where they talk about a bunch of ideas that were never used for Halloween sequels and shit. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was like, that's kind of cool too, but I think you'll get more out of this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is great. Cool. And I, I will warn you, I read the part about Halloween 2018, and there's a part in there where they talk to the dude that wrote the novel. Oh, yeah? The novelization, which I read that just after I read the novelization. Okay. And that kind of helped me with that book we're working on. Mm -hmm. Because it was like, well, how do I expand some of this shit? And that kind of gave me a little bit of a peek into how to do it. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thanks to you and thanks to Angie for the magnifier. That's fucking cool. Uh-huh. I told. Oh, I know what I was going to say earlier. I told her as soon as she gave me that, I said, I'm going to make him record when he opens this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, okay. Now, she might have been being a wise ass. That's the thing. I but, think she was, and she didn't expect either of us to like it as much as we truly right, do. Right. She was, she's being a wise ass, and meanwhile, we're like, this is the greatest thing ever. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> She said she was listening to the episode where we talked about that. Uh-huh. And she was like, you fucking idiots, just get them. Just get them. Yeah, I know. And it's I like, know. well, here's the thing. One, that's admitting defeat. Well, yeah, that, yeah, kind of. And But then at the same time, it's one of those things where I don't think about wanting one until I get pissed off at reading a book. Right. And then I'm like, I need to look and find... And then I'll start looking, and uh -huh. then there's like too many to choose from. And then I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. Fuck this. I'll just, I'll just keep reading the way I'm reading. Those are exactly the ones I was looking at. There was two versions. The one that's battery powered, and then the one that's rechargeable. Okay. And when I got it, I was looking at it, I was like, is it... And she's like, do you really like it? And I'm like, yeah. The only thing I'm looking for is to see if it's the rechargeable one. She goes, did I get the wrong one? And I was like, well, no, because if it's not rechargeable the rechargeable batteries. one, we can get rechargeable batteries. And she right. was like, oh, that's why I told you, dude, get, get rechargeable batteries. triple A's. Yep. And you were like, okay, that's weird. but And I'm like, just do it. It will be worth it. Trust me. Yeah, I don't know why I was like expecting like a pocket pussy or something that needed <laughs> fucking batteries. I'm like, why would she get us that? Why would she make us share that? <laughs> right. <laughs> and why would she give it to him first? He's going to get two weeks to wear it out. No shit. It's going to be all floppy and shit by the time I get it. Here. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You might want to clean this first. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> get in there with some Lysol or something. Why is this sealed shut? <laughs> I had a bad week. <laughs> I just wanted to feel something. Ew. <laughs> but yeah, I think she really did think I was like mocking her. Yeah. And I'm like, you do not understand how much I truly love this. I'm not kidding. If we redid the question of the week where it's like, what is the best Christmas present you've ever gotten? This would be like top three. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a stretch a bit, but yeah, I, I, get, I get it. Yeah. I, I'm... It, I'm not stretching too far. It's Maybe one of the, top five. It's one of the most thoughtful ones I've gotten in a while. Yeah. Where it was somebody remembered something I said a year ago. <laughs> yeah. 
And what's fucked up, too, is, like, when I opened mine, she was like, oh, I got one for Fitz, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to pair so perfectly with what I got him. Yeah, it does. Now I can read and not, well, I'll feel like an old man, but I won't have the difficulties of an old man because now I can see shit. You won't feel bad about yourself as you're reading being like, oh, I can't see. Right. Oh, I wish I could see. You'd be like, I can't see. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. That's great. But I did. I've. I think I've told her like twice since. It's like I, this. I love this thing. I've used it literally every fucking day. <laughs> She's like, God damn it! I should have got you a pocket pussy. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably talk about it less. You talk about it less. <laughs> so yeah, That's I do. I fucking love it. Cool. Yeah. No, I can't wait to go home and read a book with it. <laughs> <laughs> I've read an entire novel it's only 200 pages but still i've read an entire novel with it yeah and it's a game changer really yeah so you can get the book open and get it on there without breaking the spine and shit uh yeah because i hold the spine with my middle three fingers and spread it open with my thumb and pinky and then i lick wait no 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 wait we're still Uh, talking about books yeah let's go back to books yeah less awkward but yeah no yeah i don't need a magnifying glass for that It does kind of get a little uncomfortable if you hold it, like, so it's long ways. Yeah. Vertical. If you hold it horizontal, that kind of works a little better, I found. Okay. But I, I've fucking playtested this fucking thing, dude. you playtested it? I've uh, been putting it through its paces, and yeah, it's, it's amazing. It has the doom seal of approval. It really does. The official Nerd Blitz... Old man eye magnifier. If you need something to make your peepers work again. Mm-hmm. Your eyes old and fucked up. Fuck a pill. Get this. Mm-hmm. And this is the first thing that I've almost wanted to write a review and tell her to put it on Amazon. Because <laughs> I love this product. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but, yeah. I feel 19 again. I feel 19 and vigorous again. How old are you, sir? Almost 31? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I'm 31 years young. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 31 years old. I'm 31 years young, thanks to uh-huh. my three times lighted magnifier. Yep. I think she really did think I was just breaking balls. Yeah. Well, I could see that. But it... She's told me, it's like, I've never seen you really excited about something. And it's like, when you do see it... Then you don't believe it. Yeah. So it's like, come on, man. When I put the chips down, we buy in. <laughs> Does that make sense? I don't know. I'm not a gambler. Uh, I don't know either. Oh, well. Wow. Sounds reasonable. We really are fucking loser nerds. Uh, we get excited about a magnifying glass, and it's like, is that how you gamble? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a scared to find out. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't gamble. So, yeah, let's see. Uh, Are you in a position where you could stop and start over? Yeah. Okay, because I'm going to end this unless there's something else you want to say. No, just thanks. Yeah. So, yeah, gang, that's what we've got to say about that for now. We do want to thank Angie, but we will come back here in just a minute. We're going to take a small break, but we're going to come back with our first reactions to the Critical Role animated series, The Legend of Vox Machina. So stick around. We'll be right back. Hey kids, it's your old pal Nido here to say... If you like these two yahoos, consider joining their Patreon. For just $5 a month, 
you get access to their entire back catalog of podcasts, written stories, audio dramas, swear reels, B-roll, skits, all that goodness, and so much more. So, do yourself a favor. Cough up the five bucks. Head over to patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod. That's right, patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod. And you never know, you might find even more fun over there. <laughs> Ain't that right, boy? Yeah, daddy! And welcome back. So, you saw it Friday, I saw it Saturday, and I told you, don't tell me what you think. Right. I want no spoilers on your opinion. And then on Sunday, I was like, okay, just tell me yes or no, did you like it? Because <laughs> the wait was fucking killing me. Yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about all three episodes or just the first, but The Legend of Vox Machina mm-hmm. has begun. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about, gang, so mm-hmm. let's get into it. I was fucking excited because I knew what I was in for. I mean, the first two episodes are a new story, okay. but I knew what I was in for. So is this whole thing a new story? Or? Episode three starts uh, the adaptation of the first campaign. Okay. Briarwood's arc. Okay. Cut out the first arc, and I think they did that because, well, for two reasons. The streamed first arc had another player that soon left. Oh. Because there were actually nine people that were Critical Role, and one of them left. I don't really know the details, but apparently it wasn't as acrimonious as some people make it sound. But yeah, he's kind of like the Pete Best or whatever. Oh, God. And it sucks, too, because his character is in the comics, and I dug his character. Mm. I mean, I created Phineas before I got into Critical Role, but he's a Dragonborn, too. Oh. So that was automatically like, ooh, a Dragonborn. Oh, that would that would have been cool. That would have been like another um, type of person. Or not... Right. Instead of just basically fucking humans. Because I'll say, I'll say that's one issue I had with, with the show was that, well, first of all, I'm not a fan of like the modern like anime style. Okay. So like this reminds me of like watch, trying to watch like Attack on Titan or, uh. um, you know, it, like it really reminded me of the new Voltron, which I was okay. Just, I just cannot get into that show. I I right. don't know what it is, but it's either the art style or the processing on the voice actors or something. Like it just doesn't. It feels disconnected or right. something. I I don't know. I, I something about that I don't like. So that's what struck me about this first was like oh, I don't know if I like this art style that much. But which I'll admit that didn't bother me too much because it kind of reminds me of the Zombie Island Witch's Ghost and Alien Invader style, but like polished up a bit and high def. Okay. That it was kind of interesting to me, honestly, because it didn't look as clean and fucking almost lifeless as like Cyber Chase looked. Yeah. Because I struggle with that movie on Blu-ray because it looks too clean. Okay. 
because it was the first time they digitally animated Scooby. Mm-hmm. This felt like it had a bit more warmth to it. Yeah, it did. The colors and stuff seemed like they were felt like kind of washed out a little, which is okay, but it, it made it a little drabber than I thought it would be. Yeah, but see, that's that was kind of my problem with Cyber Chase. It was, it was too, too bright. Yeah. yeah, it was too bright, too crisp, too clean. Hmm. It felt like all the life was kind of taken out of it because it was made without any human interaction at all. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's kind of a minor, like this yeah. minor minor things just got it used to it. But the uh, my point was going to be that having a dragonborn would right would would be nice because I had a hard time telling who the fuck was who. You know, they all they all kind of looked the same to me. See, that was kind of the problem when I first got into Critical Role. Yeah. That I told you about. It's they like all, they all kind of sound the same. They all kind of act the same. Yeah, there's just a lot of fucking voices. Right. And it's kind of an onslaught because I will admit even this, I think this is a good entry point for new people. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot to fucking take in because from the jump they're like, "Yeah, fuck all that shit, you know. We're in a new world." Right. They just throw you in. Right. And they they try to do like an intro like right. an introduction with that song, which was okay, but yeah, yeah, still, yeah. still, even that was like this too much. I don't, I, I can't keep track of who the fuck is who. So right. I don't. So like, all I know is there's elf brother and sister, Vex and Vax, gnome and gnome guy who likes to fuck a lot, Scanlan the fuck right. a lot gnome and pickle, right? And then the big dumb dude, Grog. And then there's still other people, and I'm like, I don't even, I can't even, I can't categorize them even. Yeah, Keyleth. Oh, and Percy. Right. Yeah. So it was like I, I don't know. It's, yeah. I it, it's it's gonna take a while to get any sort of attachment or anything to you know what I mean. It's like right. No, I, that makes total sense to me because well, like you said, with a dragonborn, at least it's something else. This just seems like okay. Four humans, three of them have pointy ears. Another human who's bigger and gray, and, and then it, two it, humans who are short and have pointy ears. Right. So there was it didn't didn't feel like a lot of variety, even though they're. I guess there is, but they just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the third episode started showing yes, a variety. I was going, I was going to get to that, and I was going to yeah. say that of the three, that's the one that I liked the most. The first two didn't did not really grab me much at all, but then okay. by the third one, then I was like, oh, okay, this this is actually starting to get interesting. And I again, I can totally see that because those first two are a new story. I think to try and warm you up to the world and sort of plant seeds because at the end of the second episode they kind of introduced the briar woods right yeah and uh, that's that's what i right. like i think they i wish they would have just went with that instead of yeah i think that would have worked better just to drop you in and just do a firefly with it just don't explain anything just drop you right into it yeah yeah get you into it and then explain later yeah because the first the first two seemed like overly silly almost like um Tonally, that fits, though. Yeah. That's what's great about it, for me at least, is like, the stream show has everything. It's got like some over-the-top drama that borders on soap opery sometimes, but yeah. it's typical of D&D. Yeah. And then they have these huge tonal shifts, like, okay, back to episode three, when they're outside fighting the Briarwoods, mm-hmm. I guess we should say big-time spoilers, and they cut back into the dining hall and... You know, scandalous singing about pulling fucking beads out of his ass. Right. That right there is a perfect fucking look at what the show is and is gonna be. Right. Okay. Okay. Well then. So then I'm then I guess I'm in because I like that. I like that episode. The first two. Yeah. I was you know 
yeah. so so no, on, I get it. but yeah. And see, I kept thinking maybe this these first two episodes are to plant seeds for what's to come in later seasons because I know the story. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it is or not because they they fought potential spoilers. They fought a group of dragons called the Chroma Conclave. Okay. They're chromatic dragons that just mm-hmm. fucked shit up. Yeah. I'm thinking that could be why they made sure to do that, mm-hmm. to set that up, but I don't know, because that wasn't a chromatic dragon. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it was a chromatic dragon, just the colored dragons, right? It, it was a blue dragon. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe it is. I don't fucking know. Yeah. No, they said it was a blue dragon, but that's something I didn't care for was... There were a couple shots of that blue dragon that was like, ugh. Yeah, the CG was, whoo. Well, it was like that weird CG where you can tell mm-hmm. it's not part of the animation. Oh, yeah. And yep, it's no, like, I, it's like, I thought that, that too, yeah. That looks bad. Yeah. Yep, no, I thought that too. Uh, I dug watching him, like, vaporize people and shit with his lightning, and that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, the detail in that. Yeah. When he was taking out the guards and shit. Mm-hmm. That was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, so let's get into it a bit more. Okay. As I said, this is kind of your first exposure to all of it. Mm-hmm. And as first exposures go, how do you feel? I got to see some more, but yeah. like I said, the first two didn't really do all that much for me. Mm-hmm. I did like the... Re- I could kind of see it coming, though, that one of the people was going to be... Oh, yeah, they telegraphed that. Yeah. I wasn't necessarily expecting him to be the dragon in disguise, but... That makes sense, and it's it, it reminded me a lot of Dragonlance. Yeah. See, I was expecting it because of shit that happened later in the stream. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, I expected it because of the way in Dragonlance that the dragons yeah. can take human form and stuff. Yeah. Which, what did you think of that Dragonlance shout-out in Gilmore's shop where he's like, here is a um, lance for, you know, killing dragons? Oh, I didn't even get that. I didn't, yeah. even, get, I didn't even get that's what they were doing. Yeah. I picked up on that right away because like i've told you liam specifically has been like those novels were fucking everything when i was younger yeah 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 no i didn't even i didn't even put that together i just thought he was describing it that way for some reason i I, it didn't even occur to me that it was that yeah i was i was too uh caught up in the wave well i was yeah of the of the joke of that they can't afford that shit like here's i thought that was the point of it was like he's over explaining this Right. Fucking super expensive, super fancy, it's going to kill everything weapon. And they're like, yeah, we can't. What What do you got for less than that? And he's mm-hmm. like, well, he's like, well, nothing. <laughs> yeah. I want to take your temperature more, but I want to get into some of the Easter eggs that I pulled out that I, one of which I explained to you, but. Right. Well, none of them I'm going to get. But I think they'll be funnier if you do start listening mm-hmm. or watching the stream, or it might just be shit that will make sense after I explain it to you, yeah. like the door thing. Yeah. Now, I will say I I, I still have a problem with, like, gunpowder and guns yeah. in D&D. The dude's gun was pretty cool. I, that will become important. And, uh, like I said, I, I don't dig that in D&D so much. That almost veers into, like, steampunk almost. Right. In my, my opinion, but... It does. What I did like was that half the time it doesn't work. <laughs> yes. It's very unreliable. I think when Matt wrote up his gunslinger rules, he made it so that it was like fresh technology that, right. yeah, sometimes it's going to work, sometimes right. it won't. Right. Now, roll. That, now that's cool. I can live with that. Yeah. What I wouldn't want to get into is like, oh, well, check it out. He's got a fucking an arquebus or a whatever, and it's going to fucking blow through any armor you have. And 
you know, right. do all this damage and be like a game breaking mm-hmm. thing. But if if you make it to where five out of six times it's gonna like not actually shoot, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's that's pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah. No, I I picked up on that right away, and I was like, I bet Fitz is gonna hate this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't like hate it, hate it, but it's right. not it's not something that I would necessarily want in my campaign. But right, like I said, the way that he he did the rules of. Mm-hmm. of of it succeeding and failing I, that was it's pretty well done yeah i think it's like if i remember them talking about it, i think it's like a two out of six chances it's gonna fail yeah and yeah which i mean if you're gonna do it that's i mean he, he picked the he picked the perfect way to do it without right breaking the game or breaking the believability of you know mm-hmm. yeah it, and it does a lot of fucking damage too Oh, I'm sure it I does. I can see what you mean by it could be game breaky, but yeah, yeah, he figured out a clever way to nerf it. But yep. yeah, yeah, nerf it, but nerf it in a fun way or in a right in a, in a way that you have to earn it more, I guess. Or right, you have to yeah. be able to to think quick and you know have a backup. Yeah, well, it makes it so it's, you can't just rely on that to be fucking a monster. Yeah, right. You can't just say, "Well, bring in the guy with the gun and mm-hmm. let him deal with it." Okay, we're done. Let's fucking move on. Right. Dragon's dead. Yeah, I feel you. Tell me some other stuff that you dug or whatnot. I I did at first not like the bard as much because I thought oh, okay. I I thought he was a little anachronistic almost with his songs yeah. and shit. But I he grew on me pretty quick, and I definitely was not. Even though it said in the parental warning at the beginning of nudity and stuff, I was not expecting there to be like full on titties. Like I was shocked by that within the first two minutes of the show, there's fucking naked titties on the screen. And I was like, Whoa. Uh huh. I was shocked by that too, because like, again, I know something that's coming later in the stream Mm -hmm. that it's like, Oh fuck. We might actually see that now. Oh, okay. Where a certain character flashes another character to kind of distract them. Mm hmm. When that happened, I was like, oh, sh- oh, fuck. So we, we're going there. Okay. All right. I'm down. Yeah. So it made me think it's like, this is going to be more faithful than I ever thought possible. Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, that, yeah, I guess maybe I would get more out of it if I was more invested in the, in, you in would, the show. But, but I think, too, if even if you just read like the comics. Okay. I think that would, you'd get more out of it that way, too, because I, from, my memory, these comics are, yeah, they definitely are not memory. These comics are set before the show even, too. So Okay, okay. So it's not like I'm going to get spoiled if I, if I read this. Oh, then... no, 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 no. Okay. It's just I'll get more of the characters. I mean, for fuck's sake, you'll literally watch all these characters meet. Okay. Because, I mean, the twins start off together. Keyleth and the Dragonborn started off together. Grog and Scanlan started off together. Well... In the second series, Pike and Percy come in. Okay. So they kind of drip it to you, too, so it's not just an onslaught of, here's fucking eight people, figure it out, asshole, gotta go, you know? Okay, yeah. So yeah, maybe that might be helpful for you, too, to check those out, because didn't you get those on Comixology on a sale or something? Yeah, I have them somewhere. Yeah. Well, and I will tell you this, too. The comics do have a lot of shit in there that are Easter eggs, little phrases and shit like that. That would make more sense if you were, you know, listening to the stream and shit, too. But I don't think those would... I think they would enrich the experience for you. Okay. Is what I'm trying to get to. Gotcha. But, yeah, maybe check those out. Even just the first series. Because, again, you'll see the core of the group meet. Okay. And it'll give you some background and some color. Yeah. I liked liked picking out Grey Delisle's voice. 
yeah. the third one. I didn't know that was coming, but I, I recognized it right away. They announced just last week that she was playing Delilah, and I was like, no fucking way. That's nice. Which, I mean, the dude who voices Grog was in Scooby-Doo Stage Fright, so that was fucking pimp for me. But having Grey in this, it's like, oh, my chocolate and my peanut butter. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> so is it all, I think it is, right? All the players are voicing their own yeah. characters. And then Matt is doing a lot of uh, townspeople. Right, I... And then there was one character that was in, showed up in all three episodes that was him, like animated to look like him too. Oh, really? The dude with the cabbages, I think in episode one, and he was the coat check dude in episode three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he's supposed to be a half elf. Okay. Oh, what did you think of Scanlan pissing on that dude? Who was putting up the notice for the council. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I mean, it was pretty funny that he just went over and pissed on the wall, but... Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's what I mean by he was almost too 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 outrageous, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Or something, you know? But then... A little as, over the top. Yeah, a little over the top. But... Yeah. It, it was definitely a, a nice change from the, from the other voices... Right. When you would get involved. I think as it goes on, you're definitely going to see more of the uh, personalities come out because Percy, as you saw in episode three, he's a darker personality. Keyleth is unsure of herself. Right. Because the whole Ashari, I, I don't know if they mentioned the Aramente or not, but basically her journey is she's trying to take over as the leader of her people and she's going on this journey. Mm-hmm. To learn how to do it. I see. So she's basically like a young kid being like, okay, go out and learn about the world so you can come back and lead us. Right, I see. As king type of thing. Pike, she's kind of your heart of the group. Mm -hmm. And Grog is like the fucking dipshit bodyguard of them all. Yeah. And the twins, they're they're kind of a little bit harder to nail down personality-wise like that. Mm -hmm. But... Like I said, I think as we continue to go, they'll start to flesh out a bit more. Okay, gotcha. For you. I know we're short on time, so I want to point out some of the Easter eggs. Yeah, go ahead. Well, first and foremost was the door thing. Like, I think it was episode one and then episode three after they got their keep or whatever. Did you bump into that at all, the whole we can't get through doors thing? No, I it didn't really stick out to me. Okay. It wasn't until you told me that that's because they could never roll to open a fucking door in the game that, that that's <laughs> yeah. why they did it. Like, to open a door, to unlock a door, to break down a door, to save their fucking lives, they could not get through a door. Yeah. I just figured, I mean, I didn't bump into it or I didn't think it was of anything other than these are just right. bumbling dipshits that can't get through a door. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, they pretty much set that up from the very beginning was like that these guys are kind of losers. Yeah. 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 Um, They've talked about, especially after during campaign two, that campaign one was their first time really as a group doing a D&D campaign. So the characters were, one, more heroic, but two, they were just kind of dippier. Yeah. Because it was kind of them as a group trying to understand the world. Mm-hmm. or the game, really. So I'm glad that that kind of shined through for you. And then yeah. Campaign 2, their characters, most of them are just kind of unlikable assholes from the start, mm. and you grow to like them. Okay. Yeah, I am. I'm glad that that stuck out to you. Okay. But like I said, yeah, that was all throughout Campaign 1. Every single fucking time they tried to go through a door, they would fuck it up. So in Campaign 2, they have totally different characters? Yeah. Oh. Campaign 1 ran for like 114 episodes. Okay. And then they did like three one-shots afterwards to kind of clean up storylines and shit mm-hmm. that were left hanging. 
Campaign 2 ran for 141 episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. And these are episodes that are like three to five hours generally. Jesus. So that's a lot of fucking story they were telling. Yeah. And as of right now, I think today, episode 12 of Campaign 3, which is, again, all new characters, is dropping. Okay. So if they get to the end of the Vox Machina story, there's ways they can fucking continue on. Gotcha. Which I'd kind of like to see. Oh, they probably will eventually, depending on how well this does. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It all really depends on how well this does. If it lights the world on fire, which after that Kickstarter, I don't see how... This could come out and people would be like, oh, meh. Meh, yeah. So, and it's already greenlit for a season two. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. They kickstarted 10 episodes. Amazon picked it up for 12 and immediately greenlit a second. So we know we're getting 24 episodes. Mm, okay. So there's good shit to look forward to. But back to Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Well, real quick, I want to talk about their keep, too, because in the- uh, Their who? The house they were given. Oh, Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot they got a house or keep at the end. Yeah. I was curious to see if they would actually show that. Yeah. Because in the... Uh... They didn't yet, though, did they? No, they did. Oh, because they did? remember, okay. that that was the second time they were fucking with a door and they were trying to get through it. And I oh, think that's it was right. Vex at one point was like, I don't know, the hinges must be rusted or something. And then they all came flying through it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember now. In the stream, they were calling that Gray Skull Keep. Sound familiar at all? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, how are they going to fucking do this? And it turns out they just kind of gave them a generic looking castle. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer, but I get it. Copyright issues and everything. Oh, yeah. They couldn't make it look like it. No. But oh, I was so fucking hoping they would. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe at some point they're going to like kill a dragon or something and put a dragon skull on it just so they can sort of have that tie. Oh, uh, maybe. I think that'd be fucking pimp. But the other major fucking Easter egg I wanted to point out to you. Mm-hmm. When they were in Gilmore's store, mm-hmm. and they were panning across, and they showed Pike walking, and she looked over at that book mm-hmm. that was, like, right up against the camera, and she went over and kind of looked at it a bit. Mm-hmm. It was called Tusk Love. That was, oh, yeah. that's an Easter egg from uh, Campaign 2. Oh, okay. It's about a half-orc and a uh, tiefling. Mm. It's a just a throwaway romance novel that they kind of kept making jokes to mm. i fucking popped huge when they showed that because like oh it's the thing it's the thing i know that thing i know that i'm smart so that was the other major major easter egg i saw yeah. that i was like <gasps> oh i just i just thought it was uh a sight gag because she walked by and it was it said that and then she looked at yeah. it like it was you know like a porno mag in there or something it the way, is the way her face looked yeah yeah well yeah because she's again she's a fucking religiosity lady so she's like oh my word Mm -hmm. but even though that she's like a heavy religious cleric and shit Mm -hmm. she does have a wild side Mm. and i really hope before this season ends we get to see a bit of it okay because well i mean they kind of telegraph that in the show her and grog are real close Uh uh-huh and he's a fucking booze and fighting barbarian so Mm. you can't get that close and not have some similarities yeah oh is she a spinner Oh. Is she a spinner? Oh, shit. But yeah, I fucking loved it. I agree with you. The first two episodes were kind of like, eh. But an- another thing I wanted to mention, when Vox Machina got to that dinner mm-hmm. and they were all standing around and then the dude who fucking 
announced uh, the Briarwoods. He said, from Whitestone, and Percy fucking turned, and they kind of pushed in real hardcore on his face. Yeah. That's kind of an Easter egg, too, to in the stream, which I didn't know this until a while after because I didn't watch the stream of season one. Did they push it on his face on the stream? They didn't push in on his face, but there's a few YouTube videos where watchers have and they've oh. like flashed lights and shit mm-hmm. i think that was a reference to that because oh. he got it's kind of like how uh we've talked about with our campaign i've written all these all this backstory for my character and i've told you feel free to use it or whatever mm-hmm. they did the same thing they wrote these backstories gave it to matt and then matt eventually i think it was something like episode 20 mm-hmm. when the briarwood arc starts mm-hmm. matt out of nowhere just mentioned the briarwoods so just imagine 20 weeks of nothing, and then all of a sudden this key piece of your backstory gets dropped in your lap mm-hmm. in a high RP game. That's fucking cool. Yeah. So he was like, what the fuck? And you can see it in his face on stream. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was kind of like a little reference to that, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking badass. So, yeah, yeah no, like I said, I fucking loved it. Top to bottom, I'm like, oh, I love this already. Yeah. Well, your enthusiasm has me wanting to watch the next ones too, so. Yeah. I kind of wish that they wouldn't have, they wouldn't put them out three at a time though. I mean, good thing they did because episode three has you interested. Right. But, because it's going to be over so fucking fast now. Mm. Because we've got three more weeks and it's done. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow and then the next two weeks and boom, we're done ski. Yeah. So, that's a bummer, but. Yeah. Like I said, at least we have season two to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. Like I said, the first two seemed really kind of... I thought of a word for it. It seemed gimmicky. Okay. Or like, yeah, kind of gimmicky. Like, kind of... Uh, I don't know. It, but now that you say that you think it was to get people hooked before they got into the actual story stuff, then that makes sense. Because that's kind of exactly what it felt like. It was like, yeah, here's almost like a greatest hits of what's going to happen. You know, That's a really good way to put it. Yeah, it almost felt like, hey, everybody gets a greatest hits sort of moment. Mm-hmm. While we tell this real quick, because I noticed too that those first two episodes were part one and part two. Right. So it, it almost does feel unconnected to the rest of it. It just feels like, hey, here's your jumping on point. Get in mm-hmm. now. This is what all these characters are. All right, we're going. Right. So yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree with you on that. I dug them, but yeah. of the three, those two were the weakest for sure. Yeah. No, I'm not necessarily saying they were bad, but they were just like, no, well, yeah. well this, this isn't really what I was expecting. Yeah. Oh, something else I wanted to ask you about. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? Because you've said before, and like I don't know about like cursing and D and D. Which that was that was weird. Uh, I, was I, it? I admit it was it was weird. That's one of the things I thought that like that Scanlan felt too modern or too um, contemporary mm. or something. I guess is because uh, like I can see that you know talking about pulling beads out of his ass and like, <laughs> like not not things that I'm you know against <laughs> joke wise. <laughs> Um, but you better get that joke wise in real quick. But but it just it felt out of place in that kind of a setting in that kind of context. But I mean, we do it in our game too, so I don't know why it it does. It just I guess when you when you dress it all up and when you give these characters faces and costumes and movement and voices, and then they start right. talking about lewd shit like we do on our game, it, it just seems weird. I mean, and that's kind of what I told you in that first Phineas story. I wrote that part where I was like, where's that fucking head giver? I want a burger or whatever. And you're like, I don't know about the cursing, though. And I'm like, dude, 
My name is literally Phineas Fuckwhistle. Yeah. The cursing is baked into our world. Right. And you're like, I know. And that's the other thing. It's like, you're clearly not a prude. No. And it's fun when you're doing it. And I, yeah. I see why. It's easy and it's fun. And that's how you have a good time is like saying stupid shit. And right. You know what I'm saying? But then when you. Yeah, no. When you step back and look at it, you're, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, you know. yeah, no, I get that. I It's kind of like what people have said about Deadwood, too, where it's like the cursing is kind of anachronistic, but it gives it a certain flavor. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's anachronistic, but it's also like, I don't know, I lost my thought. I was going to say something totally profound, and then I... I know, brought up Deadwood, which neither of us have seen, and... Yeah, it, I lost it. Sorry. That's okay. I, I Like I said, though, I do understand that, but it that type of shit never pulls me out of it. Yeah. I guess because I'm a filth monger. No, it didn't necessarily pull me out of it. No, it no, I'm not like, saying it did. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I, I know in the past you've pointed that out. Yeah. Kind of like the gunslinger thing where, where you said you weren't sure about that, but they handled it the right way. Right. Yeah. Right. No. And, I th- and I'll get used to the I'll get used to the language and shit. Oh, you better, because I don't think we're done seeing fucking Scanlan eat box. No. Oh, no. <laughs> For fuck's sake. In the campaign, anytime him and Grog went into a new town, they're like, where's the whores? <laughs> and I mean, I didn't they even mention at one point like we or no? I guess they were talking about the bars. No, he said no when they were looking for they were trying to find some. I forget what it was. They were they were searching around for somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were looking for the that gray looking dude that they yeah. thought was the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. They were trying to find him, and they were looking searching around the streets and stuff. Then he decided that oh, I know where he'd be. He'd be in the brothel, of course. That's where yeah. we're gonna go. We're gonna spend hours, possibly hours, searching for him. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's the fucking, that's Scanlan and Grog. Although, again, spoilers for later in the stream, mm-hmm. that comes back to bite Scanlan in the ass. <laughs> Hard. Mm. Yeah, no, that's, I think I've told you this before, too. It's like, that's why I like it, because one, they're voice actors. That automatically gives me an in. Yeah. D&D, I've grown to really love that, but they don't fucking take, I mean, they do take it seriously. Like, there are moments you can watch that stream, and it's like, you can tell these are actors. If they were up on stage, people would be like, oh, the performance of the year, mm-hmm. you know? But it's just fuckers sitting around playing D&D, so a lot of people are like, why are they so serious, lamos and shit like that? Yeah. But So they do take it super seriously, but they're not afraid to be fucking slapdick about it either. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. And I think that's why it's hooked me in so hard, because it's like... It's hardcore fantasy, it's voice actors, they're fucking telling good stories, but they're not just fucking, no, all right, now that shit needs to stop, we're having serious time. Yeah. And like I said, that shit is wove through these comics, too. So yeah, definitely read some of them. Hmm, we'll have to do that. And we can Comic-Con them if you want, if not, just read them for fun, because they're fucking fun. Okay. I think that's about it for now, though. You've said you're down, I mean, we don't need me to say it, we know I'm fucking down for more. I mean, you've been saying it. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> you quit talking now. This is my thing. <laughs> nah. But yeah, I'm glad to hear you dug it and you're ready to watch more, though. Yeah, I'll definitely watch more. They were easy to watch. I mean, they're easily digestible, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I blew through them pretty fast. I did, too. I fucking, that night, I just burned through them. Yeah. Okay, two things I want to say, and then we need to get out, I know. Okay. One, I love that they actually have production codes on these. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Shut up. You shut the fuck up. (laughs) Because I noticed that, as you know, I noticed that right away. 
Right. You're replying to me re- referencing the episode codes that you just watched. Uh-huh. I'm, like, I'm like, oh. I was like, holy shit. Did he make up his own production codes or do they actually have production codes on here? Nope, they have them. Part of me really, really wanted it to be that you just made it up on your own. <laughs> Nope, VXMA 101 through 103. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, baby. I got me a new obsession now. (laughs) (laughs) See, you threw me off breaking my nuts. (laughs) I forgot what the second thing was. (laughs) I had to go full in on production codes. I do. I fucking love that. Yeah. That they included. Oh, I remember what the other thing. But yeah, love production codes. I'm glad they've got those on there. But the other thing I wanted to mention was right now... We're at, like, the dick tip of almost being balls deep in a great resurgence of, like, fantasy cartoons. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because between this and, oh, fuck, what was it? I can't remember what it's called. I love the fucking show, and I can't remember it. The one on Netflix by Matt Groening. Oh, uh, Disenchanted. Holy fuck, how do you know? Because I just saw it. Uh, when you were watching it on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this and Disenchanted, it's Disenchanted? Yeah. Not Disenchantment? Well... Now I'm going to have to go look. It is... Oh, no, it's Disenchantment. You're right. Oh, look at me. I remembered my thing that I like. Damn, I forgot the thing that I just saw a minute ago. (laughs) Yeah, between The Legend of Vox Machina and Disenchantment, Mm -hmm. it's like... And Disenchantment does have some, like, Steve... Steve? It's got some Steves in it. Yeah. It's got some steampunk elements in it, too. Which I guess that's the hot thing now, to mix steampunk into all your fantasy. Yeah, I don't have a problem with... No, I know you don't. In general. No. I think it's pretty cool, but... But I think it's kind of odd that all the fucking big medieval fantasy shit that's going on is mixing in steampunk. Mm. Is is that the trend, I guess? I guess so. All right, I'm down for it. Don't care. Yeah. But yeah, between those, we've got some good adult fantasy animation going on. Mm -hmm. I wish fucking wizards would get off their dicks and do another D&D cartoon or something. It's crazy to me that these little slapdick fuckers on Twitch got a D&D show on before D&D did. Yeah. But what the fuck ever. <laughs> you want to do some Patreon shoutouts? Yeah, let's do it. Patreon shoutouts go to at G-I-G-I-A-M-K-3-0, at Spider Scooby, at Steve Boost, at AC Farrell 1976 at smorgan21, at Josh MGA, at Midnight Smoke One, at Corny Jenkins, at underscore 13 Chris, at T-E-S-D Groupie, at Forgeticus, and at Katya Queen. That's Patreon shoutouts. Time for regular thank yous? Mm-hmm. Those go to at the J Sarge for opening music, at Sherry Archinoff for our logo for this and the commentaries, at Looking Freight for our Knights of Nerd design, and at Steve Boost for our Nerd Rats and Blistery Machine designs. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Time for our shit. Subscribe, rate, and review, and find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and find everything we do at NerdBlitz.com or DirtyFatCocksucker.com. Dirty Fat Cocksucker. That's us, the Dirty Fat Cocksuckers. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Dirty Fat Cocksuckers show. You smell that? That's Ew. beef farts. Gross. <laughs> Get yourself some merch by going to redbubble.com slash people slash nerdblitzpod slash 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 portfolio or go to spring.com and search the nerdblitz. Get yourself some extra audio by going to patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod. If this isn't a fucking enough, go over there and get all kinds of enough more. Indeed. That's a fucking show. Yep. Certainly is. The adventure begins, gang. Mm-hmm. They were always beside you. Our nerdy best friends. (laughs) 
I'm going to do the whole fucking campaign too. opening. Oh, that was another Easter egg. The music for the campaign two theme song Mm -hmm. that was littered throughout it too. Anytime you heard that, uh, in the music, that was the campaign two theme song, uh, your turn to roll. No, no shit. Mm -hmm. I knew there was another big one, but I couldn't remember it. Oh, other than all that shit, I'm at the Scooby Doom. You are at Fitzman seventy three, and together we're at Nerd Blitz Pod. Yeah, that's a fucking show, gang. Right on. I'm excited. I don't know if we'll see. We intended to do this with Boba Fett for the first episode. Do uh, hey, this was awesome, and then for the last episode, be like, hey, wasn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll do that with this or not, but it's possible. I know we're gonna do it with Boba Fett in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, we could do it. But sure. Yeah. So you might have that to look forward to, gang. Get ready. Before we get out, I do want to announce one thing, though. B-Movie March is happening. We weren't sure about it recently in an episode that'll come out soon, (laughs) but it's happening, gang, so get on board. B-Movie March is returning. Yes, it's bigger and badder than ever. Oh, it's badder, all right. It's definitely badder. Other than that, we're going to say until next time. Uh, bye? Fuck, what show is this? Yeah, I can't remember what show we started this as. <laughs> it's fucked up when we've got like three different, or four, five, five different shows, and each one has a different intro and outro, isn't it? Mm, yep. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. <laughs> this has been a feature of TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media.